<laughs> I'm out of breath, but that was my whew, my dump. And <laughs> the brilliant all very ones good like, ones. They're just tools which have helped me. So if they can help someone else, that would be absolutely great. Hello and welcome to another episode of Got 99 Problems but Gen Z Ain't One. I'm Holly, I'm an account exec here at BDB. I'm Lizzie and I'm an account exec at BDB. And I'm Jess, I'm the production exec here at BDB. So this episode, in aid of um, Mental Health Awareness Week, we're going to be talking about mental health. It'll yes. be released next, on Monday, so mm-hmm. a couple of days late, but it's never too late to talk about mental health. <laughs> it's a, it's a <laughs> pretty year-round issue (laughs) yeah um so this week internally we've got lots going on we've had mindfulness monday was it Mm -hmm. yeah try something new tuesday so me and jess tried polish sausage and ate outside on the grass yeah very nice enjoyed that one yeah (laughs) um People were walking to the park yeah, on Wednesday, we played, weren't they? played some good frisbee. We mm. pretty quickly realised that the circle we'd made was a bit ambitious and that we needed to step in a few paces because <laughs> the frisbee just wasn't making it. But it was really fun. It was really nice to get out and run about. Like, yeah. like it was like playtime yeah. <laughs> at school. And great. People forget how valuable exercise is and getting mm. those endorphins going and like a bit of a rush. Like, there's so much clarity after a bit of exercise. Yeah. Right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My mum said something to me yesterday which kind of like brought things home a little bit she said like it's really nice to get outside during work um because if you think about it you wake up in your house yeah. you get into your car and then you get out of your car and go into another building and then you do it all again to go home mm-hmm. and then you do it all again to do go out your daily life and you just need to make sure that you have that time to go outside it's a good job Connor's not here because he'd really plug that comment about being a battery in the uh, oh god <laughs> Conspiracy theory about the matrix. Yeah. So today is top tips Thursday, and I think today is going to be great. I've got so many tips I want to share. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's not just about. I think it's important because it's not just about telling people. It's about you know helping people, Mm. not getting into the nitty gritty Mm -hmm. and focusing on the negative, but you know help and supporting each other. And then Friday, we've got Feel Good Friday. Mocktails. Yes. Yeah, we've got some healthy juices and mocktails coming our way. Mm, I'm actually really excited. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of pureed fruit. (laughs) I looked at a juicer in Alsa yesterday as I was going up the escalator because I'm going on holiday on Saturday. And I was like, oh, maybe I need some sunnies or something. I've already got sunnies, (laughs) but I just like to mooch. Um, I was going up the escalator and I saw this juicer for a tenner and I was like, oh. I want it. Sorry, irrelevant. Okay. <laughs> so yes, mental health is more than just a week. Uh, it's something that one in four people in the UK, uh, well, it impacts them. Um, and as a result of that, if it impact, impacts their life, it impacts their work as well. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely something that is relevant in work for us to talk about. Um, I mean... Evidence suggests that 12.7% of sickness is like an absent days at work is actually due to stress and people like mm. being burnt out and needing a break. Yeah. yeah. I've seen some stats where like, I think it was uh, the Mental Health Foundation uh, did a, stu- a survey and uh, 42% of people uh, will make up a physical illness uh, when they're actually suffering from some sort of mental health problem because they feel like their employer won't, they'll be sort of said, oh, you're fine, just 
come in sort of thing like yeah. it's not treated as as serious well we'll move on to stigma in a bit but i think that's powerful in that stigma gives your it leads to you giving yourself stigma so you get past the initial phase <coughs> of actually making any progress because you give yourself stigma as a result yeah. internalize it yeah um you know, we don't want it to be all doom and gloom. No. Like it's about developing understanding um, and making a positive change. You know, what tools can we use to support people? And being mindful, I guess, of what everyone's dealing with because everyone is dealing with something. Yeah. Mental health, mental health is a spectrum, and it could be as um, we were talking about on Monday. It could be just someone's had a bad day at work, or it could be a deep-rooted issue. Mm. You know, that someone's been suffering with for years and years so people have to be show some, yeah. some compassion <laughs> so yesterday I was driving back from work and I on the radio I heard Bob Marley's don't worry be happy and Aww. I thought could it really just be that simple <laughs> like <laughs> because I think there was it was a real battle for me half of me thought oh it's just not that easy but I thought but it could be but it's it's when people who don't suffer from mental health tell you, yeah. oh, just be happy. That's not what I mean. What I mean is there's so much going on and you can't control all that. But what you can control is how you feel. Mm-hmm. And you can work towards coping with things like this. Definitely. You, yeah, you can definitely uh, build up coping mechanisms. So, um, and then identify triggers. And so, like I've been through some counselling and things like that and one thing that was really helpful is identifying things that set that set me off down a path because sort of bad thoughts or the the inner critic tend to it builds so you make one little mistake maybe and then for the rest of the day you're beating yourself up about that whereas if you can um so one of the big things for me was like dressing like I always felt like I was wearing the wrong thing or I'd be uncomfortable or then it might rain and what if I do this and it would take up my entire morning worrying about that and then once I left the house I'd be worrying about it as well so I started putting my clothes out the night before and just just going nope I'm wearing that that is what I'm wearing putting it on and then I'm leaving the house and then it took the the stress and the worry and the constant second guessing out and it meant I could actually focus on my morning and other tasks uh, rather than something that doesn't matter but when you're so wrapped up in this spiral of Thoughts. It just continues. I find if, if you wake up um, and something goes a little bit wrong and, you know, maybe, like, you've not got out of bed on the wrong side, you're completely fine, something goes wrong, and then if you're thinking about it, it just kind of expands and you're just mm. constantly thinking about it and it just kind of ruins your day and your mood. And like you said, with clothes, if you feel good and you're wearing something you want to wear, like, you put it out in the yeah. morning that stress is gone with choosing it and making, you know, that stigma mm. come to life. So, yeah, I agree. And in work, it's costing businesses now twenty six up to £26 billion a year in terms of wow. staff turnover, unproductive workers, lost working days from people having sick mm. leave. And I guess if the question isn't, if people aren't motivated enough by compassion, <laughs> they should be motivated yeah. from yeah. a business point of view. <laughs> but I guess where do we start? Because as if people, when people suffer from mental health, they become very good at how they shine on the outside is very much not reflective of how mm. they feel on the inside, and that's probably that's due to stigma 
but people can be like, oh, I would have had no idea. And the amount of times I've heard, oh, yeah. I would have had no idea. And it's yeah. like, well, people get good at masking it. It's like, yeah. the, it's draining, mm. like spending 80% of your day trying to pretend that everything's fine. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> twitching in the corner. <laughs> so it's about, I think, identifying there is a challenge and then what what can we look at are people distracted does that translate to stress yeah are people dazed or withdrawn are people restless or irritable are people taking information in like i think it's about you've got to have such a heightened awareness um about this and mm. i've really adopted the opinion that how people act and if someone maybe is like harsh with you or abrupt mm. more often than not that's a reflection of how they're feeling and it has absolutely nothing to do with you it's their own battle that they're facing um so not to take things personally but yeah more so with a pinch of salt yeah 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 especially if you know that that person isn't normally like that um yeah there's another thing i, I think is a good indication of maybe someone who's suffering low self-esteem or a lot of anxiety is um over apologizing or undermining language and i'm totally guilty of this and people have so been I. pulling me up on it like mm-hmm. ending emails with i hope this is okay or um just being like always not instead of being like let me know what you think which is the same sentiment but the former is assuming that there will be a problem or assuming it might not be okay yeah for me it's that I don't want to come across arrogant. No, exactly. Um, that what which, I've done is great and you don't need to do it because that's never what I want to no, come across no. as. But there's, there is a line between of being, you know, recognising that you maybe don't know as much as someone more senior mm. and, and being humble and being the nice person that you are. Yeah. And, like, I... Um, the other day on the Met, I apologised to someone who bumped into me <laughs> like, that's common though isn't yeah. it like it's just an automatic reflex but oh sorry yeah I don't it, mm, yes but I do notice myself um, even the verbal tick even the sort of knee jerk you, you're still apologising for something that you've not done you've not done anything wrong mm. why are you apologising why are you sorry for being there yeah like you're allowed to exist even if mm. you've done even if you have done something wrong you, as long as you own up to it and whatever so I think if businesses invest in the prevention or the support which people with mental health issues or people who are at risk at having mental health issues in the workplace, it can actually save apparently, well, no, it, this is a stat from, what is it Mind, yeah. the charity? So, yeah. um, it can save up to $8 billion a year <laughs> for companies. Um, but that's involved, well, the model, then there's another model based on a, fi- a company with 500 employees. So if you have a screening process for those, that would be £30 per person. And if people need CBT, cognitive behavioural therapy, as a result of that, I think that's an extra like £230 per individual. Mm. And the model assumes, I think, that 30% accept help. I, I don't yeah. know what that model's based on, but that would end up, it would cost £80 per employee per year. Mm-hmm. And that would get a net return of £347,722 in savings wow. in terms of gained productivity, gained, like people actually present in work. Mm. And yeah, well, people aren't going to be, they're going to feel a bit more 
um, relaxed and less stressed, so they're not going to take as many days off work and they're not going to... Mm-hmm. And the work that they do, they're actually present in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I've got a stat that says, woman in full-time... Woman... woman <laughs> oh, God. In full-time employment are nearly twice as likely to have a common mental health problem as full-time employed men. That's like 19.8% versus 10%. Wow. Um, that's, that's interesting. Do you think that's the genetic predisposition... Or because of some form of stigma which women have in themselves in an environmental workplace? Um, I would say it's probably, I don't think it's genetic so much as um, socialised, like uh, yes. women tend to but be. But it told. is true that women have a lot more hormones yeah, pumped true. through them. Yeah, I think, yes. And that can you can't deny that. I mean, I'm not affect. saying we're very emotional because that's not what no. I'm saying, but. Maybe it's more a case of reporting that women are more comfortable expressing their emotions and saying that they have had mental health problems because there is a lot of stigma for men. Yeah, yeah that advert so, with the elephant in the car with the two men is like, bro, what's up? Yeah. And it's just like the mm-hmm. elephant in the room. I think stats like that might be more indicative of how uncomfortable men are talking about stuff. Like suicide rates among young men are way higher than young women because a lot of the time it, it bottles up to the point where they feel like there's no other way. But if they felt more able mm-hmm. to talk about it before it got to that stage maybe these stats would be more equal because I it, and also it could be something to do with women having more sort of fluctuations hormonally and yeah. things like that well I think mental health like the thoughts and the knowledge towards mental health is like developing and people mm. are getting to know it a bit more and understanding it and becoming more conscious of people who might have it um for example like social media like influencers are starting to come out and be more honest to kind of support their like their fans or mm. you know to to kind of kind of make sure they th- they know it's it's okay to have something that's not quite right in yeah i can't that word you're it alone. i don't want to be you're not alone and that it isn't you're not <laughs> yeah. you're not broken or anything yeah. if you have these it's normal. Issues. And everyone... Yeah. It's not okay, but it's normal. Yeah, it, it's every... taboo, but it's common. So they are... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't seem... They shouldn't go hand in hand, but they do. Mm, yeah. Unfortunately. And that there is a lot of support out there for people who, who do have mental health issues. Yeah. It just takes someone almost giving you permission to look for it, if it's not something you've considered before, and if it was someone yeah. you look up to, like an influencer or... Mm. A celebrity like Ariana Grande talks about her mental health problems quite a lot. Yeah. It, it makes it destigmatizes it. It makes it more acceptable to talk about. Breaks down the taboo. Um, well, people feel more relaxed about if they well maybe not more relaxed. Mm. I mean, I'm I'm not speaking from experience. I haven't been through any mental health issues, but I feel like it would make people like to correct me if I'm wrong mm. more relaxed about if they do have mental health issues that they don't have to feel like it's a it's like a problem within them like they mm-hmm. have to hide it and like everyone will like judge me if I tell them and like kind of thing I think the important thing for busting you know the stigma is you are someone here who owns up not owns up but you haven't experienced it and that's that's fine that's good I'm really happy for you <laughs> yeah. but you're here with two people who openly say you know what we have yeah we are all we have and it's about if people can interact and you know realize that there's the stigma that like there's a higher violence rate with people who <laughs> suffer with mental health like yeah. it's about people you know we integrate well <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we are all people <laughs> yeah 
doesn't make you any less human than anyone else. No, we, we, we're, you know, it's, it's, I think it's a false dichotomy, but like drawing the line between people who have experienced mental health problems and people who haven't, because it's not a sort of, it can develop. Like I, I didn't have anything basically until I was, you know, sort of 11, 12, and that's mm. when things started up. And then I was still the same person, but I had this, it's, I think everyone's people and everyone and everyone can relate yeah. to feeling upset and feeling down and hopeless. Nobody has been perfectly yeah. happy their entire life. So it's just, I think, for developing empathy, people who maybe haven't had something clinically diagnosed or something like that, if they can imagine what it would be like to be in one of those low moments for an extended period of time and not being able to bring yourself out of it naturally yeah. because the chemicals in your brain are just imbalanced or because you you know if you fear about getting help because someone might judge you or something like yeah that. i also like I also, that's sorry. put much better that was my sentiment but Lizzie put it much better <laughs> but yeah with stigma i think it what was the stat that it takes up to a a year for yeah. people to yeah. to open up to their friends mm. and it can actually take up to 10 years for people to get adequate support that they need that's really sad and I, that is because people feel helpless and that they are the problem and that some people feel that they don't they don't deserve the help yeah, yeah. and that is all deep rooted in stigma and mm. if you if you had a like if your arm fell off I don't know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it would be obvious go to the hospital and yeah. get the help what's the difference between a problem in your brain it's yeah, yeah, it's kind of because it's less visible for one. Like if it's not if it's not a sort of outward um, mental health problem. So like, is a kidney stone. You can't see in, those. Indeed, <laughs> there are internal problems you can have. Um, I think it's just people <coughs> find it easier to grasp. Like my my mum, for example, she's a nurse, and when I started getting ill, mm. her first thought was medication because person has problem that that is. Part, very small part of it is a physical thing, chemicals in your brain, your hormones, whatever. Use drugs to solve problem. Whereas me experiencing it, that felt because sometimes it's very difficult to remove the mental illness from your personality. And sometimes you think, I am just a worrier, or I am just anxious, or I am just a depressed person, or in my case, I am just, um, you know this person who has anorexia because these thoughts and you don't it's your head it's not yeah, exactly. an outside it's not this weird voice that's got a different tone going ah yeah. don't eat it's, it's an important balance i think between your mental health doesn't define you but i'm actually there's so many qualities which because of my mental because of my mental health and my worries and stuff it actually strives me to be a better person and that is something mm. that I'm proud of so off the back mm. of that it does define me it I let it define me in the positive ways yes but and you I think can that, use it yeah. yeah also like correct me if I'm wrong again but I think there's a lot of kind of worry for people who like if they do like have mental health issues mm. if they want if they know they have mental health issues if they want to go and speak to someone about it, they can't kind of describe what's going on yeah. in their head because they feel like someone's going to say, no, that's not what's happening with you. Well, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, like, so less people have, like come out and talk to like, professionals and get cl clinically diagnosed, 
so there's a lot I reckon there's a lot a lot of people out there who haven't been to the doctors because mm. of this kind of thing of them and how to articulate it yeah and I think a lot of times um, people who maybe haven't experienced something are reticent to bring it up even if they have noticed something because they don't want to upset the person they don't mm. feel qualified to talk about it like I've had friends who have literally said I don't really want to hang out with you anymore because I don't know if I'm making it worse or if I'm setting you off and I constantly, and to, in my mind, I am, my mental health didn't affect our relationship. And then suddenly I, I realized that my presence made them uncomfortable. And that was really hard to. Yeah. To you don't hear. want your friends to be treading on eggshells around. No, them. which is why it's good that if we feel more open to talk about it, everyone feels more comfortable around the topic. And even if you, you can just mention, oh, yeah, sorry, I've, just, I've, I've been a bit down today. And. Yeah, your friend isn't going to be, you know, clamming up because which they don't. Why, yeah, yeah, which is why this development of the knowledge of everyone that that like may not have mental health issues is so good because mm. especially in the workplace, people are more accepting of it, especially in the workplace. Mm. Yeah, well, you need to know definitely people's frames of mind and like you need to know you can, you know, rely on people for because yeah. we're all a big team and if someone in the team is struggling, people want to know and they want to help, and the more open we yeah. can be the better it possibly will be for productivity yeah. and morale and whatever. Yeah, I agree. So, tips mm. before I unload yeah. <laughs> and dump. <laughs> um, make, try, like even, sometimes you will not want to talk to people. Sometimes you will feel like you, yeah, if you're around people, you'll need to be on and you'll need to have this facade up and you'll have to be, you know, with it. But if you're feeling down, one of the best things to do is, for me, is talk to my family, ring someone, not to talk about the problem even, just to, to have oh, contact and yeah. um, going out for walks. Um, that's always been good, like just mm. getting a bit of distance from something, especially if it's work or study related, just leaving that where it is yeah. for five minutes, going off the head. Um and generally kind of self-care. I know it's a bit wishy-washy, but um, like never use alcohol to try and affect your mood. Alcohol's drinking with friends is fun. It's great. But if you are sad and you want to try... You feel and, twice as yeah, bad. It just amplifies yeah. anything that you're feeling. So healthy food, lots of water. I, d- <laughs> I don't take my own advice. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Jess? Um, for me, probably in the workplace, it might be good to, if you are feeling a bit stressed or if it does kind of stem from being in work a lot and you feel like you're a bit cooped up and just get outside, like, even if it's just for a really, like me and Holly just go on short walks to Sainsbury's. Mm. Go and get some Sometimes drive. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> drive. It's just that break from whatever's causing the stress. Even if you're not sure what's causing the stress, just give yourself some time to, like mentally reevaluate like and give yourself a breather mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah but yeah <laughs> well i would just like to stress that i'm not a um, medical professional before <laughs> <laughs> one of us are massive <laughs> before i say this um but it applies to the workplace and it's a and it's tools that people can use for their personal lives as well but i cannot praise mindfulness enough and the what the one thing, tool which I use, which is so powerful, is 
don't try and ignore your negative thoughts because that will then manifest. Mm. It's like a compulsive, they become compulsive if you try and Mm -hmm. keep slapping them away. But if you, the analogy is if you compare a thought to like a leaf going through a stream, just observe it and let it go. And that is because you're not giving it any weight or gravity then. And it can just go. Mm-hmm. It, you're observing it's there, it's fine, but you're kind of an observer of the thought and not a reactor to the thought. Yeah. That's such a lovely way to think about it. Mm. Don't get me wrong, I don't always listen to my own advice either. <laughs> um, but yeah, I got that through this app called Calm um, mm. with like mindfulness meditations. I've seen that. It's cool, I like it. Um, my second is CBT. Mm. So Very, very helpful. It's great, it can be expensive. What is it? Cognitive behavioural therapy. So my tips would be what I do, and this is something you have to keep on top of if you do, because it's not something that you can just do once when you feel bad and then it's okay. It's it's a process, it's like a technique almost. Yeah, so what I've done in the past is um, if you're panicking and you're working up over something, you write how you feel out of 10, then you write down realistically what's the worst that can happen. Then you ra- rationalise it and say, well, realistically, what probably is going to be the outcome? Mm. And then you write out of 10 how you feel again. And often than not, you, you talk yourself out of it. Mm. And you're like, well, the worst actually isn't that bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, and some like small things are see it as the glass half full because it's really easy to dwell on what you haven't done as well as you wanted mm. and run away with that rather than, you know what, I'm trying and I've had a small win today. Mm-hmm. And the last one is, will you care about it in a month's time? Whatever you're worrying about. Because off, because just asking yourself that question at the start probably is, <coughs> no, I won't. So is it worth it? No, probably not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm out of breath, but that was my, whew, my dump. And <laughs> the brilliant All very good like, ones. They're just tools which have helped me. So if they can help someone else, that would be absolutely great. Cool. <laughs> Anything else to add, ladies? Um, not for me, no. Well, just uh, don't don't worry, be happy. In the words <laughs> of the immortal Bob Marley. Yes. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks. Um, you can find us on all the social media. That's at nine nine p Gen Z, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify. Facebook, Spotify, yeah. Anchor. Yes. All of them. <laughs> yes, all of those. <laughs> cool. Thank you for listening, and Thank we'll you. see you soon. Bye. Bye.